2: Why? Why? Why, why? 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 But, Daddy, why?
1: Welcome to the But Daddy Why podcast, where we understand the rapid-fire questioning that parents battle all day, every day, especially that one constant, repetitive, non-stop question, why? We do the research for you so that you have the ammo to reply when the kids reach the ultimate pinnacle of, but daddy, why? My name is Pat Jacobs.
2: And I'm Eric Binion.
1: Enjoy the show.
2: All right, so this is a good one. Like, if we have timed this right, which, because we have the power of the interwebs, we probably have. This this show is dropping right about spring training.
1: It's still like winter and you're already talking about like baseball starting. It's so I don't know, man. I don't baseball's a weird one, so this this uh this this episode's gonna be good for me because I might learn a few things. So I'm 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 interested. I'm interested. And I I'm sold. I've been I've been excited to talk about baseball because mm-hmm.
2: my cubby's won the world series.
1: Yeah, yeah. Now <laughs> nobody can argue with that. That's amazing. That's amazing. That
2: was. Like, i i've been I've been trying to come up with a reason to talk baseball. Yeah,
1: <laughs> like, like, hey, don't forget this happened, everybody. Let's do another episode about baseball. Like,
2: like 2016 may not have ended awesome.
1: Right, right, but right. There
2: were there were some highlights.
1: There was some amazingness going on. <laughs> like,
2: my 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 grandfather lived eighty something years and mm-hmm. did not see what I saw in yeah, forty. Yeah, that's so. crazy yep inevitably if you like baseball you're gonna get some why questions mm-hmm. right so I think we could we're just gonna kind of sum it up into <laughs> one big why question why is baseball so weird because it's different than other sport than other sports uh, the, from the way they set up the offense versus the defense I mean you got one guy all the time up against nine right 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 you go to a park it's a it's a ballpark right you don't Right. You don't play on a field. It's not a baseball field. It's a baseball <clears throat> park.
1: Okay. Okay.
2: Initially, like one of the bi- one of the weird things we'll get into it is like there's there's not a time limit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like you go to you go to a baseball game like ah oh, we're, we're assuming this is gonna be three four hours. And it could be seven. It's, it's it's not nine innings of twenty minutes each. My my wife <laughs> from from this past playoffs. I was going down to the bar every uh almost every <laughs> almost every right. night every night i had to, I had to actually come up with a uh, ret- uh a plan just for <laughs> just just for the amount of alcohol I was consuming during the playoffs <laughs> because I, I was down at the bar every night and one night I went down there and what time me'd be home I'm like yeah it'll be eleven ish 11 right and you know we go into extra innings and then you're like uh, two a.m I don't, I don't know I have no idea Well, right I knew she had fallen asleep. I knew she was home asleep. So I'm like, I'm not going to call and wake her up to tell her I'm not home yet. Right. right? Like, why would I do that? And then she calls me and it's like 1.30 in the morning. And I'm like, <laughs> she's like, where are you? And I'm like, bottom of the 15th. <laughs> <laughs> I can't leave now. <laughs> So uh, yeah, it's it's weird. So baseball's weird. So
1: yeah, now and and from my end, from my backstory on it, you know, I, I admittedly I never played baseball. I didn't grow up with it. Um, You know, there were, I played soccer, I did some football, I did basketball, cross country, track, all that stuff. But baseball was the one thing that I I never played. I always went and watched my friends play and stuff like that, but I never really, like, paid attention. So, you know, I knew the the basic rules of it and everything, but all the little intricacies um, I really didn't get. But the closest I ever came, when I worked with Chili's, they always did a... Um, softball tournament every summer and every restaurant played against every restaurant. And it was always this big, huge deal. And, you know, you'd have practices or whatever they call them in baseball and or softball. And, um, <laughs> you know, so I, I, I got, you know, I actually got like decent at batting, you know, and, and stuff like that for hitting a softball. It was okay. So come tournament day, I'm like super excited. I'm finally playing in a game and we're standing on You know, on the bench, you know, against the fence, and me and a bunch of the teammates are are yelling at somebody to run faster, run faster, run faster, and all of a sudden I pull a calf muscle. (laughs) All right? So I start, like, hopping back, you know, to the bench, you know, to sit down, and somebody's helping me. I'm like, oh, man, my calf muscle. So they start, like, grab a hold of it, and they're, like, you know, trying to, like, massage it, and the other calf muscle goes. My softball-slash-baseball experience is pulling two calf muscles on the bench, bro. So that's about my my experience of it. So to me, still, baseball's just weird, so I get it. But, Daddy, why is baseball so weird?
2: Ball, baseball's been, for a long time, America's sport, right? right. There wasn't yep. football when baseball started. Mm-hmm. There wasn't basketball when baseball started.
1: You know, it's a great American pastime, right?
2: Yeah, baseball's <laughs> baseball's our jam, and like any sport, like we did we did football, football didn't didn't start where it is. I mean, it it evolved over time, but baseball has kind of like it, it's evolved, but it stayed pretty true to a lot of its roots. Mm-hmm. A great place to start is is the fact that it doesn't have a time limit. Yeah, right? yeah. It does. It does have. It does have nine innings. Right. Right. But it didn't start out that way. Not only did it start as 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 a game without a clock, it really didn't even ever have a set number of innings, right? Initially, the way the game started was it was the first team that scored 21 aces. That's what they called them.
1: Oh right? wow! Okay.
2: And when it started out, like that wasn't a big deal. Like it, it, in the 1840s, about when this was going down, the average uh the average game lasted six innings. First one to 21, and oh. and we're out, right? Right. Some no time, you know, to get a hot dog or whatever you had to do while you were there at the park. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the teams would play until each one of them had scored 21, 21 aces, which was in, in in the 1800s. That was the equivalent of a run today, right? Wasn't a big deal, but teams started getting better and better at at uh, at preventing runs from happening, and there. There was an 1856 game that ended in a 12-12 tie because of darkness, right? Like we can't play anymore. Right.
1: Right. right? Now they can't see. There's no lights.
2: Right, because electricity, right. Or I mean, <laughs> we should fix this, it, this if, so we can this, continue if, to play baseball. <laughs> if this had been Wrigley Field, and it still be, it still would have been going on until about 40 years ago when we decided to put up lights. Right, <laughs> because because games got that way. They're finally like, okay, we've got to come up with a way that we can solve this. Right, mm-hmm. there was a club, the Knickerbocker Club, right, and the Knickerbocker Club was having a debate. They started asking the questions: okay, How many innings is the right amount? Should it be seven men? Should it be nine men to a side? And d- would it depend on how many were available on the day? But you know, it's a lot of people. We're going to be able to get out that many people. I mean, because uh, believe me, in my softball days, sometimes it was tough getting getting nine people to show up for a game. Yeah, okay. Like, well, maybe we'll play with eight. No catcher. Right. So the reason they were debating between nine and seven men, for example, was sometimes they were only able to get 14 men to show up. So that should be their Nine should be seven. If the only seven show up, can extra can people from somewhere else play? They were worried about cheating, so they needed an official rule. They came up with the nine men, nine innings, and that's how the innings came out. So we got to have a, We got to have a cutoff point. So this doesn't completely solve the problem, but they figured, okay, well, instead of going to a specific number of runs, now we're looking for you have so many innings. Right. Hopefully, oh, it all the problem. Still, no time limit, no sudden death, no, mm-hmm. you know. Home run derby shootout type thing, run. right? I mean, it's really, <clears throat> that that's awesome. What, that really, that's what that's what the uh, extra innings turns into is like. Who's the first person that can score? Right, right, yeah. Sudden death. The reason for the nine men and the nine innings was they, they they thought it would be better baseball if there was a stronger emphasis on the defense. Okay, hitting that ball is not as easy as it looks. You would think there's a lot of space out there. It's a big right. field. Right, right. It's one guy against nine. Mm-hmm. So nine men, nine innings, uh, to standardize it, to keep it, keep the games from going too long, and to essentially make the game more exciting. Okay. Although, let's be honest, when they hit a home run, that is more exciting.
1: Absolutely, that's that's the good stuff right
2: there. <laughs> I don't jump out of my seat and clap as loud. Yeah. When someone catches the ball. Yeah, yeah. I do yeah. when that ball Unless leaves the park. Unless it's the playoffs, yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so there's nine men, nine innings. All right, all right. All right, what other weird stuff? So, three strikes and you're out. Mm hmm. Foundational rule of baseball, right? Makes it for a great song. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. yep. Three strikes, you're out. Yeah. Apparently makes it for a great way to go to prison, too. <laughs> three strikes. Uh, Come on. There you go, there you go. So it was in the uh, in the 1845 uh, Knickerbocker rules, and I, I, I reference those because the Knickerbocker rules are like like the first written rules for the game. Three strikes and you're out has has been there from from the get from the get go. Now, like with any sport, like fo- football really good at this. Like they're always about making like they're not afraid to mess with the rules at all on any on any given year, but trying to make it more watchable, more mm-hmm. fun to watch, right? Right, right. More so, more fun to uh, watch, more money. Early on, it was all, like, well, what's going to make this a more enjoyable game? What's going to make it more fun, right? So mid-1800s, the big objective was to get the batters to have the ball in play as much as possible because when the ball was in play, more was going on, more exciting to watch. Mm-hmm. They were given, like, tons of chances to hit the ball. Like, called strikes didn't exist. A strike had to be, you swung the bat, Mm-hmm. The rules we're talking about, where the three strikes were put in, was in 1845. It wasn't until 1858 where they said, okay, well, if the if you should have been able to hit the ball, it's a strike. Even at that point, though, like they like, like it wasn't like all of them could be called strike. The first pitch couldn't be a called strike. The umpire, um, before he could call a called strike, would have to warn the batter that that pitch next time, if that if that same pitch comes again and you don't swing at it, that's going to be a called strike. Like so, you knew. <laughs> like right, it's great, right, right, right. This idea of a ball didn't exist at all yet. So like the strikes and the balls didn't come at the same time. Like if they had, you probably would have had the same number. Oh, Okay, you right. know what I mean? Like yeah. You go. All right. Well, you know, you've got. Uh, I I don't know if it, where a good comparison would be, but like I just I I just have to imagine like if you were if you were coming up with balls and strikes. Um. You know you'd penalize the pitcher the same way you'd penalize the batter if you can't get the ball there, mm-hmm. you can only get three shots at it right
1: mm-hmm.
2: so since the ball didn't exist, pitchers were going like, I can just throw it wide for a long time and make them go chase balls till the point where they get frustrated, right right and so you got umpires going, well this the ball again, the ball's not in play. we don't dig this. Mm-hmm. people watching the game don't enjoy it. We can't sit around and have the the uh batters waiting for the perfect pitch,
1: mm-hmm.
2: right. We can't have the pitchers throwing a bazillion way-off-the-mark pitches to piss off the batters because now we're just getting silly.
1: So it's the same thing of we're not going to put a time limit on this, but we are we have to find some kind of a cap.
2: Right. we got to do something, right? And and it, it was a legitimate concern. I mean, you were seeing, like, 50, 60 pitches for an at-bat. Holy
1: cow, man.
2: In today's baseball? Ugh. <clears throat> <clears throat> That's, like, you have one pitcher per batter, right? I mean, you right. know, right. your pitch...
1: Your p- right. You're going through your the bullpen like crazy. <laughs> right. You better have 30 pitchers back right. there.
2: There was a game, and I want to say, I'm gonna look at this here real quick. Uh, an 1860 game, right? Uh, between the Brooklyn Atlantics and the, Bro- and the Brooklyn Excelsiors, 665 pitches were thrown. Guess how many innings? Four. Three.
1: Oh wow! we <laughs> are
2: talking like 230 pitches an inning, right? I mean, wow! That's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's we gotta a,
1: fix something here.
2: More than three times the amount that's thrown in a baseball game now. Wow! Right? I mean, right. You, you, I mean, you pull. We we pull our starting pitchers if they're having a good night,
1: mm-hmm. and we're
2: hoping that they get through like seven, right? Six, seven innings. We're pulling mm-hmm. them at like 115 pitches.
1: Right. Unbelievable.
2: This amount of pitches was also kind of pushing that, pushing the games long because, you know, you're pitching 665 pitches, you're running out of daylight again, right? Right, right. So then they're like, well, we've got to come up with something, some some institution that's going to prevent this, and that's when the balls were instituted. The first way they did it was every third unfair pitch, so, you know, where they're throwing it wide. Like, you could do two of them wide, and then the umpire was saying that. Yeah, there was no way he was going to get that. Mm-hmm. That was you were throwing it to outfield. <laughs> stop throwing at the hot dog vendor on pitches that were would have been considered a ball, it would take nine nine outside pitches or nine wow. out of the strike zone pitches uh for a player to walk right wow. so because runs were declining because it was taking so long to get through it, they just kind of ratcheted it down eight balls and seven and six and uh, in 1889, they find, like, hey, all right, four is good, four is right. good. We're gonna call it four. Right. We just get, we gotta make we gotta make this consistent. We gotta make it a rule. This is it, and the story finding, that's that's where we came with four balls. So yeah, and with that, you know, I, I
1: found a couple strange things. that just and and one that just popped up because you were around about the same time. Um, one of the strange rules that existed was that batters had the right to request a low or high pitch. From 1867
2: to 1887. Uh, um, um sir, I would like to call my shot. Right, <laughs> right. Like, like, in football, um, yeah. we would, we, we are going to run the ball. We would like a gap, right, about here.
1: <laughs> right. There was another one that that pitchers were required to throw underhand until 1883, mm-hmm. and it actually, <clears throat> it sounded like there there was a pitcher who kind of started doing it a little bit different and not quite overhand, but everybody started to kind of model after him, and they finally just kind of went, well, you know what? Let's start doing it
2: this way. When you think of baseball, it's like overhand pitching, right? Like softball is different because it's underhand, right?
1: Still a very dangerous sport, though. I mean, you
2: could pull a lot of calf muscles in softball. So I've heard (coughs) two of them on the bench, apparently. Oh, dude,
1: very dangerous (laughs) on that bench.
2: You're right. They had to throw it underhanded, and... The rule was they had to throw with their arm directly perpendicular to the ground. Okay. Right. So your arm is coming back, and as soon as it lines up with your body, that's where you would release it. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. So that it didn't have an arch like in softball. Right. right. So it had to had to stay flat.
2: That's why they're called pitchers.
1: Right? Okay. Right. They're not they're
2: not called throwers or hurlers or what you know. It's pitchers, and because it's the same pitching motion of pitching horseshoes. Okay. All right. 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 So they're called pitchers because of that underhanded motion. The pitcher's point wasn't wasn't necessarily to be opposing the batter. Their job was literally to put the ball into play for the game to for the game to continue, right? Right. Get the ball out there and then get out of the way. Anybody doing that after a while is going like, man, this is just the lamest job in the world. And all I do is go out there and try not to get hit by the ball coming back at me. It's someone I put the ball right in the right place for them to hit the ball in the first place. Mm-hmm. The the guy you're talking about, I think, is Tommy Bond.
1: Yes, yes.
2: He started messing with what was possible and he was getting greater speed by kind of side-arming the ball. Right. Right. Finally, in 1872, they, can't, they just relaxed the perpendicular rule and said, okay, there can be a greater, uh, greater range of motion. And at that point, pitchers realizing they could throw the ball however they wanted, there was no rule. By the early 1880s, the release point was all the way up to a three-quarters arm slot. And then Henry Wright, who was the manager equivalent of the Cincinnati Reds, He's 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 called the father of of professional baseball. Made it it made the rule official. Said pitchers can deliver the ball any way they wanted, and from that point on, it was it was an overhand game that gave them the uh, the ability to throw that ball hard and fast. And they were now a legitimate skill in the game. They weren't just a right. They weren't the butler of baseball anymore.
1: Right, right, right.
2: Honestly, I could go on and on right. about baseball.
1: Right, right, right,
2: right. So but here's the 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 ba- the bases got their shape. There's nothing real special about first, second, third. It's a right. thing you put your foot on, but home plate is different, and there's some reasons for that. First of all, initially it wasn't even in the shape that we know of today. They could use any object. It was generally like like kind of metal or marble or glass. The only rule about home plate was it had to be circular. Really? Okay. Like, like a plate.
1: Oh
2: okay. Right. Right. This caused problems though. If it's They're if it's metal, breaking the plates and right, hard to clean. Metal, marble, or glass. glass. <laughs> right. <laughs> sliding into that bay that plate Not so great. Not so good on the legs, right? Yeah. yeah. One of the first changes that came about was was designing the plate to be rubber, right? Because this hard hard surface one not good for the sliding in number 2 like you had players complaining because they'd get up there and they tap the base with the bat and it would mm-hmm. jar the hands right because it's it's right not absorbing right. any of the uh, any of the impact. impact so again 1880s is like when baseball's taking shape the way we know it and the National League said that it had to be a rubber or or marble plate in 1885, and then they changed and in 1887. The home plate was transformed into a 12 by 12 inch square. So now you had a square instead of uh, instead of a circle. Okay. This seems like super logical at this point, right? I, I mean, when I when I when I say why this was changed, like you're going to go, oh, that makes a lot of sense, right? But right. So now you have this like like you basically have a a, a base like every other base, on right. the, on on the on the on the diamond, right? They're all square. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're all square. Um, there was one problem that having an, a square at a home plate caused that needed to be rectified, mm-hmm. and it had nothing to do with the batter, a little bit to do with the pitcher, but everything to do with the umpire. Okay. And that was, this, this, these two corners on the end, was really tough for them to tell if the, if the ball was coming across the plate. They couldn't call a strike very well. Right. Right? Because that corner was really tough to see. So what they did is um, they, want, they still wanted the bases to line up, like, that, like the, the, the baseline comes right off home plate. They still wanted that to happen, uh, but they couldn't tell if, if it was a strike or not. So in, they added the square to it to push it out, so that it was really clear for the uh, umpire to be able to see where, if the ball was in fact a strike. All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. And so that's how we, that's, that's how we ended up with a different shaped put pla- different, different shaped um, base for home plate. Mm-hmm. And why well, it's called a plate. All right. All right. Baseball.
1: Um, yeah. I found uh, there was just a couple things that I thought were kind of interesting because um, baseball is so weird. Uh, the spitball was outlawed in 1920, but pitchers who had been throwing it for for years were grandfathered in. So it was kind of like the old the old hockey rule. Once they finally said, "Okay, no, you have to wear you know a mask or a helmet," um, you know then. Then everybody had to wear them, but if you were grandfathered in, you know, you didn't have to if you didn't want to. Right. So, so that was kind of interesting. And they you they would...
2: already started. There's no hope for right. you. Right. So yeah. Like... Yeah.
1: You're already jacked up. It's fine. Don't worry about it. But yeah, you know, they they were talking about, you know, they would they were able to put mud and grease and soap, just basically anything that they could possibly think of, went on went on baseballs for pitchers. So. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. Oh,
2: uh, base base baseball has always been an exercise in cheating.
1: Right. Um. One of the other things I thought was was awesome uh, around the turn of the 20th century, umpires were chosen from the crowd prior to the first pitch. So it was typically like somebody that was in the audience that was kind of a you know high society local or something. They would allow them to be the umpire for the game, and they didn't have to squat. Behind the catcher, because they're they're high society, you know, like they're just no, i don't need to do that. So they were given like easy chairs in the general vicinity of home plate. So so it kind of makes sense now, like when I'm when I'm hearing that that okay, the, some of the pitches, you know, some of the games were 600 pitches and and things like that where they're they're throwing them way outside. And it was a lot easier to kind of say, all right, yeah, that was. Guy turn around. Hey, that was out. That was yeah. way
2: wide. Um, all due apologies, <laughs> sir. <laughs> the right. next one, sorry, sorry, shall be called a strike. <laughs> Unless you would like that ball low. Oh, oh, hey there, pitcher. If you could, if you could,
1: <laughs> right,
2: give the good sir a pitch low and outside.
1: Yeah, there, there, was something also about like the the rule book for for baseball. They say is just absolutely insane. Insane the amount of rules that are actually in this thing and how thick it is is just ridiculous and they're constantly adding and and okay. modifying and it's just nuts. So plain and well, simple,
2: baseball's weird, man. If if you watch like, because I'm I, so I love the baseball.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You watch all the way through a season, inevitably you're going to hear about three or four rules you have never heard about, and like really. Right. Right. And then you're going, "Okay, I got to figure out how that plays out." And surely, I mean, there's some baseball nerd somewhere that's figured it out, figured it all out and there's, you know, how the scenario goes. But yeah. It's a uh it's it but it's uh, all the rules were coming from like how do you how do you adapt to this? I do mm-hmm. like that idea of the umpire coming from the crowd, though. I, I that Yeah, that was
1: interesting. Because,
2: you know, I just want the, ref, uh, I want the umpires to, to turn around and go, hey, you think you can do better? Because I want to go, yeah, I think I can yeah. do better.
1: Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. I mean, think about it. <laughs> who, who would be the umpire for, at Wrigley
1: Field for the World Series? Bill Murray. Absolutely. Are you
2: kidding me? Who doesn't want to watch that? Absolutely. I'm telling you. <laughs> Great idea. That's one that we should bring back. I'm down for that
1: absolutely absolutely that's why the uh the MTV softball games or whatever they used to play were so good cuz there kind of no rules like Thanks. whatever people could change teams and all that <laughs> stuff that was great
2: <laughs> it was the wrestling of baseball
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep yep there you go all right.
2: all right so 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 there we've we've talked about all the weird stuff in baseball you know stuff about baseball you didn't know before and yep. hopefully yep. I mean we didn't make we didn't make it, we didn't make it any less weird but now you know mm. why.
1: Yeah. So so to answer the question, but daddy why is baseball so weird? It's cuz it's so damn old. Yeah.
2: We, we've had a long time to make up
1: the rules. Yeah. yeah. Like and 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 admittedly, it's a lot better.
2: Right. Every every time something's wrong, we go, "Yeah. We could change that. We can change that." How <laughs> What do you want out of it? You want more hitting? You want more pitching? What do you want? Yeah. You want you want good refs? You want refs from the crowd?
1: <laughs> we'll figure it out. Whatever Underhand we can do pitching? anything. No? It's baseball. Over. It's going to be around
2: forever. <laughs> yeah, and if and if, you're like, and if you're a Cubs fan, sometimes you have to wait like a hundred plus years to see. Yep.
1: See, I mean, see, ultimately, see. they're they're you know they're already talking about having the strike zone be, you know, automated by robots or machines or, or whatever. So, um, you know, it would kind of get rid of the umpire calling balls and strikes, and it would be, you know, more exact science um, to
2: it. so And they change that all the always time, always too. I mean, there's, there's always that debate about, about um, would Babe Ruth be as good today as he was mm-hmm. when he played? My argument is always yes, because the strike the zone... The donuts back, got better? Oh, sorry. as well, no, well, yeah.
1: And the, strikes,
2: <laughs> the, the strike zone was as big as he was. Right. Right? right. You yep. know?
1: He hits like, the ball anywhere.
2: Hey, the guy that can hit that well, and you have to pitch to him in the places where he wants to yep. hit it? Yep. Forget yep. about it. Yep. Yep. All right, so there we go. All, All right. right, so to wrap this one up, if you if you enjoy baseball and you have more baseball questions or some other sport, hey cricket, yeah we can do cricket. Let us know. We got we got the uh, the, the the websites the uh, the all all of the interwebs are at our disposal. So you know, mm-hmm. Facebook, Twitter, we're all butt daddy y on any of them. Mm-hmm. You just go in there and say hey, Pat and Eric have a question. Cricket really, it took a couple days. Great. Sure, we'll we'll go, we'll go look that up for you. Absolutely, why not? We, we got nothing better to do.
1: We take requests.
2: <laughs> take requests. Um, and then really it would be super cool. Like if you went on and uh, downloaded us or uh, or liked us on uh, iTunes, Stitcher, mm-hmm. all all the places. Like it's a big deal apparently if you like and comment, and people go, oh hey, this is a good yeah. podcast.
1: Yeah, that's a. I know that's a big thing for iTunes as well. Like actually leaving a comment and saying somewhat
2: nice things about us. And if you do that, we 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 may even say nice things about you.
1: That's right. I we mean, to
2: do that, don't hold your breath. <laughs> <laughs> we may make fun of you too. I mean, It right. it, 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 it could go either way. But so but dot com and uh, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, all over the place. So wherever wherever you get your podcast, you can get us. We'll get we'll get get all up inside your ear (laughs) crumbs. Enjoy.